Hey guys, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 19. Uh, quick turnaround this time. Yeah. That's what <laughs> happens when we do it on a weekend almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. I'm going on vacation next week. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. For where? Oh, yeah, you're going to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah. crazy state. Yeah, I got to go see the fam. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it was fun down there when we went last time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know where I'm oh, going. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know where I know I'm exactly going. where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> well, quick one. Uh, yeah. But anyways, this episode will make it uh, special because they were racing in uh, Maine yeah. last weekend or this pre- prior weekend. Yep. And uh, the I, I don't know what you would call it, but as uh, Adirondack XC is what they used to call it. Uh, New England cross-country racing is what you look it up as now but uh scott preston's gonna be we're gonna be giving him a call here shortly and And uh, he's kind of the promoter yeah the the promoter of the new england cross-country stuff or yeah it seems that's what it seems like um he he does a lot i mean we'll get into it with him or whatever but it seems like he does a lot just to keep races going out there and that's uh that's huge yeah so yeah that's pretty cool like uh herf herf went out there and raced it this weekend so yeah he was a big, ne- big name to go out there and race with those guys. So I feel like it it brought a little bit more exposure to it, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, but that's good. It's good for them guys because uh, that's kind of on the bucket list, you know, to go out there and do some racing. But yeah, it was they did a good job promoting it because yeah. I did see a lot of stuff about it. It was that it's a 150-mile race, mm-hmm. but they actually cut it down to a 100-mile race this weekend. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, seeing something different out there that's 150 miles, they did a good job promoting it like – I seen it quite a few times on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. Before we get uh, before we give Scott a call here in a couple minutes, um, we had the ZRT out the, today. Yeah, we had it on the lake today. Is it faster than the Red Dragon? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> thank God. <laughs> we were worried that the yeah. Red Dragon was still going to be faster than oh, it. But thank uh, God it's not. To tell you the truth, Kyle, it's hard to tell you how fast it was going because it was so far past a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe it. I, I've been trying to find them. Black Magic. Black Magic used to make a gauge that went up to like one hundred and thirty. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that might be something you need. Yeah, but. So yeah, so we had our we got our O one ZRT on the lake today, and it was just a couple of baseline speed runs with it because mm-hmm. it still has a reverse in it, still has an inch and a quarter track in it. Um, but Dad just called me before I got here. He's like, Dad's stoked. On <laughs> oh, I bet he is. I bet he's just fired up. Yeah, he was yeah. fired up. He, so yeah. he's he already ordered a one inch track for it. Yeah, because so Chad doesn't know about what he wanted to do for tracks for mm-hmm. the rules. Right. But I would just say just. I think ISR would probably put a stamp on it that would probably have to be one inch. And if Chad just says, hey, let's just do one inch across the board, I think everybody would be fine with that. right. One inch hacksaw is easy to come by. Yeah, for sure. So we got a one inch hacksaw coming for it. So it was faster than the XC with an inch and a quarter in there. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. And with reverse in it. And uh, and it was down like five or 600 RPMs too on what Mm. peak should be. Yeah. Torque monster then. Yeah. Hmm. Like, but it needs, uh, we need a silencer or can for it because it's pretty freaking, it's pretty quiet right now oh, with the whole yeah. stock setup on yeah. it. Hmm. Yeah. You can barely tell that it's a triple. Yeah. You, you can't even tell. You can tell when it's on it. It's got a little bit mm. of, a, of, of a different tone to it. We Breaking news, we got one coming, yeah. coming so, home. <laughs> Eventually, I mean, it'll be here sometime. It's in it's in New York right now. Yeah, ninety six uh, ZRT with uh, five hundred miles on it. 
It's clean. Yeah. yeah. Looks clean. It's freaking clean. I haven't looking. seen it in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I told when Colin sent me a picture of it. I said, you got to get it home now yeah. to get it ref- ready for nade wash. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that probably won't happen. No. <laughs> that's a big ask. Yeah. How does it have 500 miles on it? I don't know. These like, guys yeah. in Connecticut. I mean, that's what where it came from. So, must have just sat in the shed or something. Yeah. What do they do? How does something like that even exist? Like, still, e- even ours with thirty four hundred miles on it. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a lot for mm-hmm. a, for oh one. I put I put that on in a season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we were pretty excited to get that Z, that DRT out there and uh, have it be pretty much have it be fast. Yeah. I wish we would have brought the radar gun out today. We didn't have it, or uh, I talked. I was talking to Wes, and he said I should have put my phone in my pocket for GPS. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think of that while we were out there too. So. And I knew we were only doing a little bit today, so I didn't bring the GoPro out there or anything and record any of it. So mm-hmm. probably be making a video on that later this week. Um, so yeah, we got. It's not a pooch. The, it's not a pooch. Yeah, <laughs> the triples are lining up. Yeah, I mean I'm. I mean, obviously, we're all getting ready for it. <laughs> it better fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chad, we're we're ready. We're yeah. wait, We're waiting on the rules. Yeah. But, but yeah, I would say inch uh, one inch track. Yeah, be the it. We, I mean, we can kind of just base it off of like, uh, you know, pro open rules. Yep, yep. Basically, all we're shooting at right now. I would say so. Yeah. But <clears throat> we'll get back into it here with Scott and uh, go over some of the the stuff that ha- is happening in New England. Um, I know they had some more races scheduled. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but we can get into it. He'd probably be the guy to ask. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> if he, I mean, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Hey, Gunner. How are you? Pretty good. Live on the Shop Talk podcast here with Kyle Grover and Brody Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good. Um, Scott, we were just talking about this uh, Oki Sack race. I don't know how the hell you say it. Yeah. How do you o- say it? Oki Sack. I don't know. <laughs> It's Oquasic, Oquasic, Maine. Oquasic, Maine. Okay, it looked like a really cool event that you guys had. Um, can you kind of go over the uh, the course layout, um, like how many miles and uh, what the course yeah. shaped up to be? Yeah, so so it's it's all on ice. It's a ice Le Mans race. It's unplowed. There, there wasn't a ton of snow on it. Um, it was a, a beautiful location. We had uh, uh, it was based out of Bald Mountain Camps Resort in Oquasic. So uh, if, if you look up that lake, it's a um, moose-look-magentic lake. It's a, <laughs> it's a huge lake. Um, try to say that three times in a row. but uh, <laughs> I couldn't say it so, once. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I laid out um, – I actually went a couple weeks back and, and just threw the sled in the back of my truck, went out there and, and roughed out a course, and, and I kind of was shooting for like an 8.3-mile. Mm-hmm. course and just so the sport guys and whatnot the, the 25 miles three laps so uh that's what it was uh it was long straightaways sweeping corners and if you throw up that if you bring that lake up on like google maps there's a ton of little islands out around the back cove and i run my course in and out of those islands swooping around and it, it just was a beautiful location um to have a race and uh, straightaways were, were nice and long and the corners were sweeping and a little dog leg before you get back to the start finish line and, and it wide you, you could race 
six dump trucks wide on this course. And, and that's what I wanted. I wanted options. I, and we, um, we don't do timing systems. Everything is heads up. So when you got some classes are up to 14 people wide, you, do, you just swag them, let them go. And there's plenty of room to sort things out. So, uh, yeah, that, that was the course we had laid out for everybody. Yeah, it uh, it looked like a lot of fun, um, and you guys really did a great job of uh, advertising this race. I mean, all of us were hearing about it here, and we were uh, bummed out that we couldn't go <laughs> or didn't have it in the plans to go. But uh, yeah, it uh, it definitely looked like a lot of fun. Um, you do a great <clears throat> job uh, promoting the race. So, are you the sole promoter for this Adirondack series or or uh, New England series, um, or is yes. there other people involved also? No, this was something I brought together, New England cross country. I'm the promoter slash race director. What happened? We had a, a cross country series here in the Northeast, Rock Maple Racing, that, that was around for a few years and did cross country. And me and my wife raced for them for four or five years, and they decided they were getting out of it, and uh, which was too bad. And, and I didn't want the momentum to go away. I, I love cross country racing, and, and I wanted to stay around in the East. So, I just never wanted to be a race director or promoter, but I didn't want all this to go away. So uh, I just started this page and uh, said, Hey, let's try to put some races together. And uh, we went from there and um, yeah, we had a couple races in Panton, Vermont. And I think you mentioned you came down last year in Vermont, that, that dead Creek race. And that was a, a long race as well, long flowing corners. And that was a beautiful location, but unfortunately, um, Federal Groups Reserve owned some of the inlets, and uh, they had a problem with us being down there. So mm. we had to find <laughs> yeah. a different spot. So oh, that uh, that yeah. course, I did make it to that one. I forget; it might have been two years ago now, something like that. But uh, yep. it uh, <clears throat> it definitely looked like a lot of fun. It was kind of the same layout as like what you were talking about, where unplowed, but it uh, it got down to the groove really, really good. And uh, me and Colin were sitting in the car. We're like, God damn it, we need to <laughs> like we need to get a couple sleds out here to race these events yeah and, and uh that's kind of on the bucket list right now is uh we're gonna try and uh make some of these races um yep. uh, you know eventually um if we if you can keep having them through the years i mean we'll definitely be out there for at least one so <clears throat> that's something that we kind of shoot for um and then yeah uh so we just got Natawash is actually having two weekends. Leech Lake got canceled, and Natawash is having two weekends of racing, the 24th, 25th, and then the 2nd and 3rd of March. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. that's kind of what we're aiming for right now. And, uh, I mean, it's a lot to ask, but it'd be great to see some New England guys come over for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, but I don't know what the rest yeah. of their schedule looks like also. We don't know. There's there's a circuit that started up um, – Adirondack cross country series. And unfortunately the weather in the New York area, it, they haven't had enough ice and they had to put off and, and cancel a few events already. And, uh, hopefully we can get a cold snap and they can get a, a couple of them in, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's not much going on right now, but yeah, I'd, all your listeners, I don't know if everybody know yet, but, uh, turf come out to our event and, and that was big that, that put us on the map. Last last Tuesday, I was, was sitting in the dozer, dozing. That's that's what I do. I do contracting work and uh, construction work and running dozer. And I get a message, Zach Herfindel. Hey, I want to call you about your course. Like, whoa, 
<laughs> so, so I gave him my number and talked to her for 15, 20 minutes and uh, had to keep my mouth shut because he's like, yeah, if we can find a place, we might come out. So I'm like, oh, chomping at the bit. I want to announce this. I want to announce this. But but I couldn't. I, I didn't want to be that promoter to announce something like this and then Zach not make it out. So I kind of had to button my lip or bite my lip and uh, just be excited all week. And he showed up and it just, just made this event huge. It was just awesome for, for Zach to come out and race with us. And hopefully we, we showed him a good time. Yeah. I would, I'd be, I'd be lying if I, if I didn't see Zach's story of when he was like in Ohio, he was in Cleveland. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I bet you he's going out there this weekend. Yeah. And I, to tell you the truth, I did look up how far it was, how far away it was. Yeah. And it was about 27 hours. And I, <laughs> I, I yeah. thought about it for a quick second. I was like, man, to go battle Zach out in Maine, that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> that would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But no, it was a good thing to, to see Zach out there. But there's also a lot of stiff competition in that area. The Vadai family, I mean, Luke Vadai, props yeah. to him, I mean, um, for even coming out to Pine Lake and racing this year. I mean, there was eyes on him. He was uh, definitely did good in the semi-pro class. I think he got fifth overall here, oh, which is yeah. uh, which is really good. He's the he's the one that stayed. Yeah, in, his his yeah. dad was the one that offered to bring our sleds out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the Vada I family. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not going unrecognized that how much you guys put in to to compete in this sport, anyways. And uh, I mean, he had a hell of a race there for the final, or the hundred lap or hundred mile final. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe Zach got out around him on the ninth lap or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Luke was, uh, we, we actually did a Le Mans style start, the running start. Yeah. And I don't know if Zach fumbled a little bit on his tether or whatnot, or, or took him a few extra pulls. Um, so he got out of the gate about dead last. Luke got out. Uh, my stepson kind of tucked right in behind him, his first kind of pro hundred mile race ever. And so they kind of jumped out and, and just watching Zach, Zach come through the field. And it was pretty, pretty cool. Um, for that to happen so uh, uh i wanted yeah, to bring up that le mans style start is that something you guys always do or is that something you're just new to try just for the heck of it or no we just wanted to try something different that uh, saturday's event was just all regular cross country all, all your sport guys semi-pro and pro and so sunday was like we had a team race and we had a, like a trail pro race guys could bring their 850s out to run 50 miles and we were going to do 150 mile race but we had a warm streak come through in, in the track where it grooved out was getting wet so we decided to cut that back to 100 which which was fine anyways um but no i just wanted to throw something different at sunday's race and and throw that le mans i'll start and i i think it's going to be cool when the video comes out just just to promote for next year and that's that's kind of why i did it just to Added something a little different. When when I seen that, I thought it was cooler than hell yeah. because I've I've yeah. brought that up at some drivers meetings the last few years. I was like, yeah. let's make it a hundred <laughs> yards. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yards. Yeah, that would really separate them. <laughs> yeah, screw the staggered start, just fucking Le Mans style. Yeah. that would be great. I think it was like two years ago when we had the uh, we had that the timing issue at Pine Lake. Yeah, and we didn't have a timing order. Yeah. So I said, let's just yep. line it up twenty sleds wide and just Le Mans style yeah. and just go from there. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Fuck, maybe I could get yeah. the jump on some guys. <laughs> I think we had like 14 racers in that class, so they were lined right up, and it worked out good. Nobody tripped, nobody fell, and 
Yeah. So a couple of them fumbled their, their tethers a little bit, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to watch them take off and, and do that. Yeah. Scott, I see you, uh, your stepson was racing and he did pretty well for, I mean, his first, uh, the big pro race. I mean, compete, competing against the yeah. big guys, you know, um, uh, I mean, it'd be good to see him, you know, competing more. And then, uh, how about yourself? Are you still into competing or racing or? Well, yes, I, I did race one race, but honestly, my, my wife was a racer too. My wife, Mandy, and she, we kind of, she didn't choose to race at all. It, it's such an ordeal to put one of these together and I can't put the time into the sleds. I did race one race, but unfortunately I didn't have time to put a nice setup in and, and that's what it took to, to win this race was a nice setup that the snow didn't, didn't make any bumps or anything. So I, I just raced one. I, I wish I could have done more, but it, but it's okay. We got, uh, my stepson is, uh, filling in the shoes and, uh, his accomplishments this weekend were huge. It, it just, if I can go into that just a little bit, yeah. He, uh, he, he stepped up last year, the race I did semi pro and I think he got a win and went on to the Adirondack series, um, and said, we're going to keep you in semi pro. He's, he's 15 years old. I said, you, you got to race with some competition. You're only going to get better. And, and he, he won two races out in the Adirondack series at a DNF, um, learned a lot from that and, and a second and, uh, started this year off just to go into it a little bit he's uh he's just turned 16 he's just got his license so uh he's his sled is one of our favorites and we're not gonna let it go it's a 2021 polaris uh xcr 600 the 129 and that's sled from day one since i've had it it's been spot on you can't mess it up but it has four thousand miles on it so we want to start working on it um this year. So come August, uh, we started working on it. I mean, A-arm bushings took the suspension apart, every bush in the suspension, put new pistons, rings in it. And trying to get a 16 year old kid that's just got his license chasing tail to want to spend time in the shop. It, it, it's, it's a struggle, but I want that kid to, to turn every nut and bolt. I, I think that's very important. These young kids, I, I don't want to be, just the stepdad that, that throws him on a piece of equipment. I, I want him and, and he does. Um, I do struggle a little bit at trying to get him to work in the shop, but I think after this weekend, he, he appreciates that because uh, his, his sled was on it and, and we did some testing and yeah, he was on it. He, he swept both semi-pro classes and, and they were big fields too. There were, there were 12, 13 racers and, and then and we're, we're throwing him into this 150 come Sunday and, and on uh, on Saturday, that was his first 50 mile win he'd ever had. So throw him into to, with all these pros, and he, he lines up in a field. I said, "Look at this! You're you're lining up in a field with Zach Herfindahl." I said, uh, "This this is as big as it gets right here, bud. Just just go out there and learn. Just go out there and learn." And uh, yeah, he, he used his head. Smart kid. Um, followed Luke Vady around. Um, kept Luke in sight. He actually pulled up second lap next to Luke and uh, said he could have probably pulled through him by the inside, but he said it was going to put him in both a compromising situation. So he, he backed out of it. And then the, the pit stops came and, and Zach moved his way up through. He learned some stuff following Zach's lines. And uh, yeah, he, he kept in third um, the whole race through a fuel stop, first ever fuel stop. And, and yeah, 
the, the kid's got a bright future if he wants to keep after it. So uh, kudos, kudos to him. And uh, I want to get him out to Pine Lake. I promised him last year after his first semi-pro win, I said, we're going to get you out to Pine Lake this year. But I, I just couldn't swing it. The, the gas prices yeah. just kept getting higher and higher. I couldn't swing getting out there and back. So hopefully next year we'll, we'll see you guys at, at Pine Lake. Yeah, and we can be, come out. That'd be That'd be great. Um, I was going to bring that up to you. If you, you and your uh, stepson do want to make a trip out here or whatever, um, we got uh, garages to work in, and then we, I mean, I could put you up in the house too. I mean, it should be just be great to get yeah. some of you guys, some of you guys out here and, uh, you know, competing at, you know, which is what we think is the highest level, you know. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely is. I, in 2019, I came out, uh, hooked a ride with Kenny Murphy out and we brought, brought a sled out and I raced semi-pro and, and, and I'd run pretty good on the ice around here in semi-pro in the East and, and holy shit, those boys out there are fast. <laughs> I learned the lesson real quick. There's a whole different ball game out West and, and I learned a lot and, and I, now I can apply that to, to Noah's sled, but I would love to come out again and, and learn even more. Yeah, I mean, we'll stay in contact for sure because I'd be interested, yep. you know, if you guys wanted to come out the week prior, whatever, um, yep. we can do some wrenching and uh, get a setup dialed in and, yeah, go race, and I think that'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. No, I liked watching the videos that, like, Zach was putting on and everything on how the track developed on – because I guess it rained there on Saturday is what mm-hmm. he said. It was just a downpour. <laughs> Yeah, we got two brief downpours, and the sun was out. It was a beautiful day for racing, but we did get two downpours. And so the ice grew in the corners. Of course, they're digging in six, eight inches. And it was all uh, getting all slushy. But I, I think, Gunner, you would have run really well on this course, especially with your four-stroke, the, the power that makes and the heavy conditions of the snow. You, you would have had a good run out here. Yeah, I do. I really I really enjoy those wet conditions yeah. of NATO wash, like just where <laughs> it sounds like as your sled's driving away, it sounds like a like a jet ski in the water. <laughs> <laughs> like just those heavy pullings, wet conditions. Hit, 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 yeah. the, hit this puddle here, scrub speed. Hit this puddle coming into the corner, scrub speed here. And mm-hmm. I like those conditions. They're just, they're just fun. Like mm-hmm. I've never been, yep. I won semi-pro in 2019 in those conditions. But yeah. other than that, yeah. it's just been fifth. And yeah. Yeah. Herf, Herf put on his story, he was drying his gear out in the lodge or whatever. And uh, he wrung his socks out and they're just <laughs> soaked. I was like, yeah, that, that, that looks like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he says it. Yeah, he's used to it. Like the NATO wash race is the same way every year or something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've been pretty lucky the last handful of years to where it's like, it's usually like 40 and sunny a few times. Yeah. And there's usually about mm, probably like six inches of water at least on the, uh, <laughs> the northmost part of the track. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Running through water. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's yeah. uh, that's good to hear that you guys are out there, <clears throat> uh, still trying to, you know, have a circuit out there and have some races. That's uh, that's great because when I was out there working, there was no shortage of snowmobiles out there. It's like they're everywhere. Yeah. So. Yep. Was it a good? No. Was it like a good turnout this past weekend? Did you have a lot of entries? And we did. Yeah. The the most I I've seen in a long time. Of course, that that area, that aquatic main area, is a snowmobile hub. I think uh, the Rangeley Club that's in that area has the most amount of members out of any club in Maine. So we will attract more guys that showed up 
on their 800s and 850s that run the, the trail pro class. Hopefully we can get those guys to, to get some 600s and come run the sport and semi-pro classes. Uh, I see some really, really good racers in those classes that, that really could could do well in the sport and semi-pro classes if they would just get a 600 and set it up and, and race. And it doesn't take a whole lot to do that either. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, could I do, just shout out to some of my help this weekend? Yeah, uh, of course. I could, <laughs> yeah. The, Bald Mountain Camps and Resorts was, was a great place, and I couldn't do this without a, a, a group of guys behind me. My brother, Eric, uh, Travis Brisbane, Alex Zwickle, my wife, Mandy, She she's the rock in all this. She keeps me sane so I don't go crazy. I'm running in five different directions through these events. Um, my stepson, Noah, racer, and helping me set up the course. My daughter, Eliza, she uh, she wants nothing to do with snowmobiles she doesn't hear <laughs> hear anything but she comes she puts on a smile her and her cousin bella ran registration and she's done it for me every year so i gotta thank those guys brian barrels nick Dolman, jenna paquin they all helped me out a ton i, I couldn't have done this without them it, it takes an army of people an army of people dedicated and and loving snowmobiles and, and that's what i got a group of people that just love snowmobiles loves watching racing loves racing so I just want to get that out of the way first because those guys, uh, without those guys, I, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's like being being close with the Deer Dolls and yeah. them doing Pine Lake by themselves the last two years. It uh, There's <clears throat> there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, for sure. I yep. mean, yeah, just uh, look how many sponsors it takes, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It takes a lot. Yeah, yeah. I- I wish I wish I was a, a better salesman like Chad. I I did have a chance to meet Chad Deardall when I went to Pine Lake with Kenny. Um, I love the passion, passion Chad puts in, and I heard the interview you guys did with him after Pine Lake, and I was like, that guy right there. That that's that's who I want to be, and that that's the passion I put in. So I could I could hear it when he talked about it. It was it was it was great listening to him after Pine Lake. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, he, he does a really good job at it. Yeah, and yeah, some of it must have rubbed off on you because. It definitely seemed like it was promoted better, promoted more uh, in this last race. So, yeah, yeah. doing something right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, to get the word out there because because if three four people show up, I with the entry fees, you can't make it work. You gotta you gotta get it out there. People gotta have fun. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it was a great time, great turnout. So, oh, heck yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear. And, uh, I mean, we hope you guys have a good rest of the season. Um, looking forward to any news that comes out of your, uh, out of your page there. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just got home four o'clock today. I just finished picking up the track this morning, gathering up stakes and, and whatnot. And when, uh, got a quick story for you on, on the way home, I was sitting there, I've been chomping at the bit to listen to you guys, um, Sue 500 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I, I see it was posted. I, I went to a classic Thursday and I forget you posted a Friday or whatnot. I was like, I started listening to it in the cabin one night, but people were around and I was being on social trying to listen to you guys. So I stopped it. <laughs> so as soon as we got in the truck headed back today, I thought, like, oh, I finished listening to that podcast. I got to hear how Kenny and the boys did and Kyle and, and Gunner and I was like, okay, let's put it on. So I, I put it on. We were listening to it, and um, I think Brody w- w- was giving Kyle shit about. He kept coughing in the mic, coughing in. Yeah. And I looked down. I see a message come through. 
and it was Kyle. Say, hey, you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's a cool story. I, I picked that up as, as Brody was yelling at him about about <laughs> coffee. <and money. laughs> Hell yeah, that's oh, good to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, this helps out a uh, little bit. We can share it on the uh, New England page and uh, spread the word that we want uh, racers here and we want to go there. So, yeah. oh, absolutely, I, I think we can we can make that happen. Um, another one of your podcasts, my favorite one today is, is Brian Deardall. I I could listen to that guy over <laughs> and over. It just the experience uh, he's got and to pull one of his quotes out of out of one of the out of his podcast me and my stepson Noah racer so we we made a pack every race we go to when we pull in there we're gonna say didn't come here to make friends we come here to win this bitch <laughs> so uh, that's a Brian Deardall quote that we're gonna take to, to every race we go to so that was that's pretty awesome to, yeah. to listen to Brian and, and his stories I I so Brian's podcast has probably got a, a lot of listens to, and probably half of them are mine. I, I just to over, so. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, like you say, there's quotes, you know, that from that episode that stick. And I think of one, like when I'm working on shit all the time. It's one that he said. He said geometry is not a theory; it's a fact. And it's yes. like that yep. sticks with me so much. Yeah, that sticks with me too. I don't know why, just because it's so funny and like just true. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Uh, Absolutely. I've, I've used that one out in the garage before. Now <laughs> he's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, that's a great quote, and that'll probably live on for a while. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, we're, we're hoping to maybe get Brian in here another time, too. Maybe even with, uh, well, we could have, you know, we could have all the deer dolls on and we could go for hours. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I, would like, I would like to listen to Chad, some of Chad's racing stories and oh, whatnot. Yeah. Have Chad in sometime and, and get some of his stories and whatnot. Yeah. So and, and Brian Deardall throwing his second, third place trophies that signed on the way home from <laughs> is priceless still. Yeah. yeah. When we were at the bar at Pine Lake after, after the awards were done and everything, and I had my two second place plaques, I asked Brian, I said, well, what kind of, what signs should I aim at tonight on my way home? <laughs> he said, the, the mailboxes are the people you don't like. And if you miss on the first try, go back and pick it up and try it again. Oh, that's priceless. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, that was a good, that was a good one. There's, yeah, a lot of people enjoyed the, that one to l- listen to Brian. Because no, because yep. Brian's a, a pretty quiet spoken guy. If you're ever like around him, just at a race or something, and to get him to actually tell all his all his stories was pretty neat. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> a lot of stories there, and I was just riveted to the microphone as he, as he was talking, and just listening to him, <laughs> all the experience, taking it in, taking it in. So yeah. he's probably forgotten more than I'll ever know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, well, yeah, yeah thank, thanks for uh, <laughs> sorry, <Kyle. laughs> we, we, thanks for calling, Scott. Uh, um, yeah, we hope that uh, you guys have a good rest of the season, like I say, and uh, and hopefully get some more races in, anyways. If you're gonna make the effort for it, so. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll try to plan on plan on coming out and hanging out with you guys and uh, bringing Noah out. And yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yeah. for sure, we appreciate you putting races on. <laughs> Yeah, a deal. And then this one's for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Hang on now. Hang on now. <laughs> All right, bye.
Bye, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. See ya. Thank you. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. Goddamn, we have fans. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was so cool. Yeah. That's funny. Goddamn, that is so cool. Yeah. So, getting into, you know, this NATO wash stuff. What do you think the conditions are going to be? Um, so, so yeah, pe- for people that don't know, like that Leech Lake got canceled, yeah. uh, pushed back to February 24th and 25th at NATO wash. Yeah. So now NATO wash is going to hold two races. Um, man, Scott, Scott was a good guy to talk to. Yeah. yeah son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah we just kind of e- eased over that. Yeah. Like, that was cool <laughs> as hell. Yeah. Good. Really good. Conversation. You could tell that he had passion and he wants to put on more and mm-hmm. better. Oh, I followed the page for a long time, and yeah, he definitely does a great job at uh, promoting the races and keeping them going. And yeah, yeah trying to get just better yeah. with every race. It sounds like. And yeah, not yeah, not gonna lie. When I seen Herf was going out there, I looked into the logistics of going out there. Yeah, of like, man, I could throw my sled on the two place trailer, haul ass there, twenty seven <laughs> hours. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a trek. It's a long fucking drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the the. 10 hours to the Sioux that we did. That's a long drive. Yeah. 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 When her posted that story, he was in Ohio. I was like, well, you got, you're like halfway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. That's a long way to go for a snowmobile race. Yeah. But I seen he was like, he was trail riding today. Yeah. So, so he stayed out there. Well, there's no snow here. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. To, true. You know, just go out there and ride. Mm-hmm. You know? How much snow they got there? Well, uh, Maine usually gets, you know, dumped on pretty good, mm. but it, I don't know. It looked like in the one video they had rideable snow. Oh, okay. So, so way more than we have. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have rideable. No, not at all. Not even close. No, but uh, so yeah, Core Power Sports February twenty fourth and twenty fifth, and March second and third at Nate Wash. As of right now, we don't have very much snow, and they've put out there that like with the minimal snow that they're going to try, they're going to plow the course, mm-hmm. and there sh- there should be no reason why you can't. Great, exactly. Because we were just out on Pine Lake today, or when we were out on Pine Lake today, and there's, like, minimal snow, like, just a yeah. few little finger drifts, like, mm-hmm. almost just enough to keep the Hyfax cool the mm-hmm. whole time. So, so I look forward to that. Like, a good... Make, make that bitch 40 feet wide. <laughs> <laughs> so, a good, a good like, Nade Wash ice course is so much fun. Oh, yeah, it's a blast because it's usually good weather, you know. And well, it looks... The, the March weekend is usually good weather. But, it's, like, looking at the 10-day forecast, it does look good. Yeah, like, that'll be that'll be fun. But that means I'm going to fight the jetting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anytime, why? Anytime it gets warm, I have to fight the jetting. The old Liberties don't like warm. The Dad's Gen 2, like, it doesn't matter. Like, that thing runs good all the time. Keens. Oh, is that the thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, the Makunis are a little... Well, I fought it before where the Keyans were finicky, so I put Makunis on it, yeah. and then it was like, well, it's about the same finickiness, but yeah, Makunis are a little... They're bitch to get in there, like yeah. work on them and stuff, but they're just a little more simplistic. I, I, I mean... Sure. I like Makunis better. Some people like the Keyans better. So so the question for you, Kyle, about this the ZRT... So it's got the rack style carbs. Yeah. <clears throat> and with this air box, that's. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Scott. <laughs> Keep coughing into the mic. With the rack style carbs and this air box that they got on the ZRT, it is a pain in the ass They're to change, yeah. change jets on it. Yeah. So 
So like on that Jeremiah Johnson's ZRT Sioux slide, mm-hmm. they have a like a, a it was a Black Magic airbox on it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called in that post. Power breather, something like that. Something along the lines, but uh, it was even a, a. I was almost thinking of a more simpler setup than that. Even mm. like we're almost thinking of uh, putting like a a wall next to the to kind of block it off from the clutch. Mm-hmm. And then just putting like three small little U and I or or K and N filters on each carb. You could, but everything that I've done in the past that throws everything way off compared to an airbox. Yeah, like we, yeah, we know that. Like yeah. it'd be a lot of readjusting and mm-hmm. refiguring stuff out. Mm-hmm. But it'd be so much simpler. It 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 is. But I mean, you just got to figure out you know where you like, want your air to come from. Yeah, and like Big looking thing. at. Like, cause comes it, from the front. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, yeah. No, on a fucking wedge, it comes behind the windshield. And these, True. Like, yeah. where your footwells are, there's two vents where that feeds up into the air box mm-hmm. on the sled. But, yeah. but I was like, I was telling dad, looking at Austin Leak's triple, mm-hmm. his is just three open carbs. Yeah. But he's got, you know, there's not really anything behind it. There's no dash or anything. No, no. So it's pretty, it's pretty exposed yeah. all the way back to him, pretty much all the way to his little gas tank. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I would try, you know, how the new cats are, um, how they have just that big piece of rubber that just pops on the, on the uh, throttle bodies. Yeah. Maybe if you could find a model, I believe a Yamaha had it where it was just rubber that instead of having the you have the O-rings or whatever yeah. in the airbox. Yeah. Maybe they're a motherfucker. I found a good way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like taking it, it's, it's just time consuming. Yeah. And, yeah. and to get those rubber boots onto the carbs yeah. is like, yeah. man, if we're trying to do this at 10 below, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. So I'll give that up right now with them fucking rubber boots. Usually you put the airbox on and then put the rubber boot on. And yeah. then if you can get a lip, you know, notch that, uh, notch your airbox out a little bit. Yeah. And then get the front lip folded underneath of it. Then I just take a pliers, pliers and run it around in a circle. Yeah. And it folds right. Instead of fucking trying to tuck them in there. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that's what... Because even on a, on that that Sioux build, it's almost got like a ram air yeah. duct from mm-hmm. like one of the hood vents. And then it comes in through the top. Mm-hmm. And that's all it has. So, it's like... If anybody has a black magic uh, airbox they want to get rid of, hit me up. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know if running the pods would be a good idea with the the dash and stuff on there. You just don't think it would get the air or what? Well, it'd be bad air, you know. Well, like that's why we would pick we'd build like what the hell am I trying to say? Like, well, we'd build a cover, some to, like, sort of a box to go over. You make your own airbox? No, not essentially a whole box, but just some sort of cover that would run like on the inside of the clutches. So it wouldn't be like, like here'd be the, the cover we'd build. And then here'd be like that, that carburetor. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like sucking in hot clutch air right there. Yeah. It'd be somewhat enclosed off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's just more of a convenience. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Well, and then maybe, I mean, it would throw off your tuning, too. I was going to say maybe tune it like that, but then throw the box on. That's what we're... But it's going to throw off the tuning with the, the yeah single filters. Yep, yep, 100%. So that's why we, we don't know. It's just for convenience of jetting. 
Oh, so we put a post out there earlier. Um, people, if they had any questions. That's what I was going to, do you think we should, should we get Vince on for questions too? To get yeah, him? yeah, we could put Vince on, but uh, I'll right. just get into the one that I got off on mine. Um, yeah. So that's what I wanted to incorporate. You had the ZRT on the lake today and you went testing with it. And uh, Eric Larson, a guy that I raced in, against in Iowa, and then they actually came up and did the Fossen race too. They're from down by the cities. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> they have a cool Pro X. And then those like the guys with the the letters in the numbers, or no? Mm -hmm. I think those are Rylands. Or yeah, no, those those are Rylands. Oh, yeah. okay. No, no, these are different 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 group of guys. But okay. Super nice guys. I parked up next to them in Iowa, and uh, yeah, they like to have fun, and uh, <coughs> they uh, they have some cool stuff. But uh, Eric uh, asked uh, our group could use some tips about how to practice and prepare things to watch for and tweak as you get the sled ready for race day. Mm -hmm. So that's. You know, we can kind of incorporate that with your ZRT when you got it on the lake today. Yeah. So. What was the question again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> prepare. Okay. Use some tips on how to practice and prepare. Okay. So how to practice. First, you find a big fucking body of water. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're going lake racing or whatever you're doing, you know, whatever you want to set your setup as. But try to get it as close as possible as race day. Um, <clears throat> and then. Uh, Really, all we, like, so we already have our handling and stuff, like, uh, the way we set our bars and stuff, you know, is pretty much, we do play with it a little bit, but that's a big thing, is how to set your bars, and uh, so once all that stuff's taken care of, really the fine-tuningness is is uh, RPM, you know, you got to make sure it's there the whole time, you got to find your peak RPM, where you make the most horsepower and where you want to hold that that RPM, and, uh, you know, you got to figure out a gear ratio for what speed you want to aim for. Yeah. So, like, the prepare part of that uh, side, side of it for me is, like, come October uh, is when my sled goes, like, on the lift because I've, I've never had a new sled. Mm -hmm. So, waiting for a new sled in the box or something. So, so, like, come October, it's on the lift, and it's being gone through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so, like, every, like, Literally front to back, all the bearings, everything, pull a skid, put new track in, all new chain gears, everything. And then uh, pretty much put it back, like every nut and bolt is blue loctited meticulously, like mm -hmm. back and f everything. Oh, Vince. <coughs> and then, uh, oh, I was just looking at what Vince was saying. <clears throat> so like come, so I do that in October. So then come November, if we do have early ice that we're ready as soon as the ice freezes. So like. The preparation, I always, I, there was always one quote, it was like, failure to prepare, prepare to fail. So, like, there's a lot of prep work that goes into it, just to make sure you're Yeah, sled. but, uh, like, the, what is, I was is talking, he talking about. talking about that, or am I going too far into it? <clears throat> no, no, I think you're not on the crest yet. So. <laughs> so, so, what I was saying, you know, you have your sled, you want to find your peak RPM, you know. I think... I don't know. It sounds like he's kind of coming at it from the start where Gunner was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But this is also start. Well, you know, kind you want to yeah. find your RPM and what you want to run. You know, where that sled makes power. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. What if we're talking to a complete nobody that has never even rode a sled? They this, don't even know what is RPMs is. Perfect information for him. Find a fucking RPM that makes the most power. Gotta look it up on the internet. Yeah, it's all over the fucking internet. Usually, your, that is on the your, internet. Yeah. your gear ratios. They're in old fucking books, stuff like that. 
and figure out what speed you want to fucking <laughs> books. We you do. can look it up <laughs> on the internet. The internet's fucking crazy. All right. Have you ever been there? Oh god. <laughs> the dark, the dark web or the regular web? No, I'm trying to. T- I'm fucking talking about finding gear ratios and what speed they can get you to. <laughs> yeah, I basically what I've realized is everything it, that's printed in manuals is exactly right. So. You know, they don't, you know, they account for all the friction and different scenarios and everything. So if it says 138, you should get 138. You know, we were, we were, we, we brought Vince in at a bad time. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Kyle's already mad. (laughs) No, this is what, these are things you want to shoot for, you know, prepping or preparing a sled. Yeah. I mean, Vince prepared shocks to go through the desert of Dakar. Yeah, Yeah. So Right. Starting from a fucking stock machine, you yeah. know, find what sure. peak RPM, what speed do you think you can get out of it? Mm-hmm. And then, right. you know, just basically tune for that speed. If you can't hit that speed, fucking restart. Lay off the cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, Vince, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? He uh, said he's live from Zorba's. You're at Zorba's, Zorba's right? Zorba's, bro. Uh-huh. Are you and Hannah on a date night right now, or...? Well, we always come Monday nights so we can get our ass handed to us in trivia. Trivia? So, oh, yeah. Put us Monday nights are trivia nights. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I yeah, do, you guys should come down. I do like Zorba's. Like, I am a pizza connoisseur. We know. <laughs> good, good. You'll have to come down one of these days, then. We need help. <laughs> I, I could help in trivia, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it hasn't been Iron Maiden or Back to the Future trivia, so not going well. Oh, so are maybe you, I could help. Are you doing it right now, Vince, or trivia hasn't started yet? No, it doesn't. Hasn't started yet. Oh. It seven. Oh, okay. So we we're we're not causing you any what? issues. No, no. Oh, okay. What was the last? Maybe you got some nice background music. I don't know. Well, it shouldn't be too bad. We won't get copyrighted <laughs> for it. Oh, just the last oh. half of your question there, Kyle, was to how they pra- how to practice. Yeah, so things to watch for, tweak, get the sled, sled ready for race day. Yeah, like for practicing, like Vince, like our practice tracks, like when you were up here, we like to make the practice tracks like almost like super, super small and tight because mm-hmm. like everybody can go in a straight line, but to get it to handle That's good true. and to be able to hold on to it on a tight little track mm-hmm. is what makes it, makes the handling like you know you're going to be able to hang on to it for, like, the duration of the race, right? When- right, right. So, like- yeah, basically, I, you know, the easier the practice track, the better you're going to do on race day. Which oh, wait, that's the not harder. It. Yeah, it would- the harder the <laughs> practice track. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be so fucked when trivia comes on. <laughs> I know. And how would you start? Would you start the sled tight? Well, we and st- loosen we it up. Talked about we've, that. Yeah, on, we've yeah. had this conversation before. And you can either start loose or start tight, and just figure mm-hmm. out. You know, I mean, either way, you're gonna find the sweet spot. Yeah, whether, you have to go both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince, you're kind and of. I, it obviously depends on the rider too, because like I got on Gunner sled and just about did donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, to justify it, it was loose that day, and I knew I knew it was yeah, loose, yeah. but it was like how I can I'm comfortable with a loose sled. I know what it's gonna at least do, but except for on 
Pine Lake race day on Saturday when you weed your brains out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we can kind of go over again, you know, a loose setup is not enough track on the ground. Or not enough studs. Not enough studs. That's another thing. You got to make sure. So how, how, we, how we do it is, uh, you know, we're, we're not, we're pretty much picking the sled up out of the trailer and setting it back on the ground to keep the studs, everything in good shape, carbides, yeah. everything. You want to make sure that shit is like. It never touches dirt. Yeah. Ever. You want to. The way you get your stud is the way how it should go on the ice on race day. Agreed. Yeah. It's that sharp. Yep. Right, right Vince? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how sharp mine are. I don't really care, but. (laughs) Yeah. They're probably fine. Then you get guys like Vince that just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm doing, like, spark burnouts on the tar. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. Don't do that. Man. Yeah. I remember being a kid at like Oslo and uh, watching Ryan Simons and Ryan Simons came across the tar because they weren't running across the tar at this time too. And he came across the tar completely pitched sideways, wide open (laughs) on the tar. And it was like, damn, that's how you go fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Good. Good. What's what's Ryan Simons doing these days? Um, I don't know. He's up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Communism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> but yeah, he won X Games gold and just, just said, peace out. I mean, I would probably top. too. Yeah, pretty much. But since, since you're at uh, supper here, Vince, we won't bother you too long. We had some questions, but me and Brody and Kyle will do our best to answer them. So good. What do we, what do we got? Oh, you want some or? All right, let's hear it. Okay. Okay. Practicing for trivia. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Just. Yeah, I gotta get in the zone. Just so, uh, don't want Hannah to get mad at us that we're hogging you. (laughs) Okay. Um. That was a posi track rearing in Plymouth. (laughs) 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 Did you know? It just does. It just does. That was one of the questions. I'll be damned. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It just does. Um. Uh, do you know Eric Thompson, Vince, the one of the old USXC yeah. guys? Mm-hmm. What's the best brand of duct tape to make sure your helmet has enough orange? <laughs> 3M. 3M. Really? Yep. Oh, for orange stuff, I like to use the duct duct tape, tape yeah. brand. Hmm. Yep. I don't know. 3M is more expensive, so it's got to be better. The duct tape shit yeah. really fucking sticks. Actual duct tape. Yeah. Yep. The shit they used on the um, space station. Yeah. One guy asked, when <laughs> when you're a kid and Bugs Bunny dressed up as a girl bunny, <laughs> did you find him attractive? <laughs> what the fuck? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> I'm too young to know that. That was Vince. Yeah, oh, that's Vince? That. Yeah. yeah. Asked that. Oh, Vince, you're a dumbass. <laughs> well, that's, but that's for the a, people. There's a movie reference. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne's World. I had I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm oh, too yeah. young to know that one. No, so I was like I was totally stumped at at, at what Vince was asking there. Spencer got it. Yeah, I, I did see that. Yep. The Carbide <laughs> Podcast guy got it. Mm-hmm. That's all he is to you anymore, is the part carbide podcast. Well guy. Spencer Labria, yeah. <laughs> that's he's gonna sure. watch this and he's just gonna be like I'm just the carbide podcast. I'm sure we're just, just the shop talk gang to him or something. Yeah, maybe. No, we need to be treated like royalty. 
Nobody I does. was messaging him the other day when he was at <laughs> AIM Expo or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he was talking to one of the Fox guys that I was at Sturgis with that, uh, when I gave them all a musical experience for a bunch of guys that were fishermen and like country music and stuff. There was a very death metal band on one night and I awoke in their souls. <laughs> you were slapping the bass? No, there was much more than just slapping the bass. They they were wondering if we were at a sacrifice. <laughs> ah, I know that kind of music. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Brandon Christian, uh, Vince, belt drive or chain drive? Chain. Chain, just because of the, like the lack of R and D that's kind of into the belt, or. Uh yeah, it's just hard to change stuff around. That's true. I guess people are going to find that out with the catalyst. Yeah. It's only been out for a season, but... Well, Polaris also, has, I've never used yeah. belt drive. Oh, but so. Polaris has been doing it for, for a while. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. It's like a long time in the RMKs. 12? Yep. 12, I think. Yep. Like 12, I think it was. Yeah. I just said that. <laughs> well, I think shows, it was 12. <laughs> <laughs> shows, how, shows how much I know about Polaris's. Yep, I, yep. I'm a chain case man myself, just because the simplicity. Actually, you know what? I'd simplicity. Diamond yeah. drive. That was peak. Yep. The four <laughs> ounces of oil that thing would hold. Man, that was meant. You know, I know the guy who invented that shit. Right before it exploded. He's got this. Sh- he's got a <laughs> shop in Island Park. Really? Yeah, Idaho. Huh. Oh. Well, okay, Vince. Well, we'll get we'll get into the rest of these. We'll. Yeah, we don't need to hold you All for right. this. Yeah. Go All have right, fun. Yeah, we got to get in the zone here. Yeah. So. Good luck on trivia. Yeah, guess what our team name is? Uh, VS3. No, yeah, I think it was once, actually, but I don't know. Uh, Blue Crew. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, Gunner's good at yeah. trivia, too. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Can you give me a Go multiple ahead. choice? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vince. Hey, you're leaving for the desert again? Yeah, I go out uh, tomorrow morning, get on a plane, go test with Dustin Jones again for the week. Nice. Hopefully finish up early and go ride some dirt bikes out in Barstow. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Bringing your own down there or like somebody? No, no. Yeah, buddy out there. Oh, uh, heck yeah. So, Man, dirt yeah, bikes sound cool. fun right now. Yeah. I was thinking of that the other day. I was like, fuck, that field is, <laughs> that field needs to be turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out fields make excellent corner track. They so. do. <clears throat> yep. I did that my first like my first week. I got that RMZ four fifty. I had arm pump in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, oh my god, I'm I'm not ready to ride dirt bike again. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as we got back on the track, then it was like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. this is normal. But yeah, on a yeah. on a in a muddy field on a brand new dirt bike, you don't want to crash. It's like I had arm pump so fast. <laughs> Oh my god! We need a mute button. Yeah, for you. Me, you did it too. Not as much. Me? No, Brody. Oh, Brody's got frog in his throat tonight. So who me? Ah, jeez. Yep. I think I just sang too much in the car. Did you? Did you? uh, Did you enjoy the Super Bowl events? Um, we did watch it. Yes. Taylor Swift won, I guess. Anna was very excited <laughs> about all the Taylor Swift sightings. Yeah, I counted uh, I counted 14. Did you? Yeah. 14? 14. How many do you think it was? Did, 
I think Hannah agrees. Yeah. You didn't bet like over or under on how many times no, they chore? No, I, I was just counting from the minute I started watching it to the, when we turned it off. <laughs> 14 times. Oh. Well, yeah, you can, te- you can tell her that Mandy was in the same boat of just cheering every time they showed her. You know, if, if this is what the NFL has come to, fucking sign me up for rugby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see fucking full out contact concussions. Oh Not boy. this fucking pretty boy, fucking Taylor Swift shit. All right, fucking... I gotta go here. Now. Yep. Okay. Have Vince. fun, Vince. Love right. you, bye. Megaphone. Megaphone. Whispered it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Like reading through some of these, some of the questions, I was like, I don't know if Vince would answer that one. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Vince knows about that one. So oh. we'll just go. We'll, <clears throat> Mandy told me, she's like, well, you don't have to read all of them. No. It's like, well, I don't know. I don't want to leave anybody out. I and know, how many, how I many is there? Polly V, you know, Paul Vitale, he entered the radio world. Did you know that? I seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, though. Polly V, you did great. We did, watched, I watched most of it, anyways. But uh, he asked them, how about. How to make a Gen 2 slower. They are too damn fast. Um, mm. All I got to say is just tow it in. It would be so sketchy you will want to slow down. That's the that'd only be, way you can slow them fucking That would be one down. way to do it. Just tow them in. That would be. Um, <laughs> but Polly V's on a, on a new Artie cap. So he's he hasn't raced a Gen 2 this year. Or does uh, he still he, have his? He's been talking about it. Oh, he's bringing still, it back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I yep. see. He's been talking about it. Well, he'll want to speed it up to keep up to dad on this n- new ZRT. You know what? I'm Jeez. pumped. He's going to have it at NATO Wash. I got to race against that fucking thing. <sighs> You'll probably be, I'll probably be in it too. In classics? Yeah. How can you both? Oh, with the red rocket and yeah. the fucking. Like, I'll probably just pull like a, a Tate or a Christensen and just do, go out there, do some laps, and then just pull off. Yeah. Just to get some extra laps on. Yeah. Because like. Site since, laps. Yeah, pretty much. Since you're already entered there and everything, and you're paying all the 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 insurances and whatnot, mm-hmm. might as well. Then the the classics entry fee is only sixty dollars. Yeah. So if you were to go there just to race classics, <clears throat> it's way too much. Yeah. To to do that. So like, since I'm already paying pro open pro stock prices, I'll just throw an extra sixty dollars in there just to go get an extra three four laps on the track just to. See what the track's like. Yeah, I wish I could enter more with the XC, but. Pro Open. 700. Oh, yeah, cheater sled. Yeah. So how yeah. would you make a sled slower? Make it slower? Yeah. Like, like I'm, like, actually thinking about this question. Gear it down. Just gear it down? Gear it down. Put an extremely loose belt on there. Duh. Uh, <laughs> longer lug track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. There's a lot of ways to slow a sled down. Mm. So just picture a mountain sled. Slow as fuck. True, yeah. <laughs> Be like Wes Selby, hold the brake all the way around the track. <laughs> Could do that too. My God. Are you calling Wes slow? No, Wes is fast. He said, yeah, he said his wrist was still hurting when I messaged him a little bit today. He said his wrist was still a little sore from his Sioux tip over. So, mm. But, uh, but yeah, get into these questions. I was going to, there's, there's like 20, Brody. Oh, okay. So, and they're all pretty short, like to where we could, pound through them because i want to just go through the whole list like i'll feel bad if i left somebody out yeah okay. if there's only 20 yeah here if there's like 50 or something and like some of them little... aren't questions and yeah. whatnot so austin lee you got too much adhd right now no this is for my zin tip oh okay. austin just says alr okay <laughs> cool tre- trevor that's not a question it's just a lifestyle <laughs> but uh 
And then, like, I'll probably just say first names because I don't want to butcher anybody's last name. I'm terrible at names. Like, how would you get Tan- Tanner Tarsi? Yeah, Tarsi. Yeah. I think he's from Michigan. Yeah. He, he, he contacted me and said he has a, a lead on some black magic pipes. Oh, if, Ooh, if we there you go. That'd be and cool. so I'll put that out there that we're not really in the market for pipes right now, but maybe if you had a, a can or, so, or a set of stingers. To do some testing with it, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's probably what will lean towards more to start with. But it's hard to find 01 yeah. stingers. Yeah, like, you could find them to beat hell for, like, yours. They're only a two-year machine. Yeah. The 01 and 02. So it's hard to find a set of stingers or, or a can where, it'll like, it'll feed into, like, maybe one just, like, coffee can almost. Because I noticed that's what Austin Leak has on his. Mm-hmm. Is it, it wasn't three individual pipes. Yeah, it was it three into, into just a one. Yeah. So if anybody has any leads on one of those, hit me up. For 0102. Oh, yep, yep. And 95 then, through 99, different. Yep, yep. Or 95 to one, 2,000, different. Oh, really? 95 to 2,000, different. Well, the what year did they switch? 90, what would it be? 99, they switched to a ZR2 chassis. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that one's different or not. Yeah, yeah. So 01, if you got anything for 01, let me know. Even the guy for the, the remember we brought up the LMB speed chop sled, yeah. Last week, that guy hit me up too. He's like, if anything you want to know, just let me know. And he sent me a picture of it with the hood off. He's like, holy shit! I said, I said that thing was put on a show to watch. You didn't fucking send me that picture. Well, no, I was gonna show you when we were okay. here. Yeah, I need that picture. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I need to talk to yeah. I need to get in contact with these guys. Yeah, you can message. I'll give you that guy's info. Yeah, you could message him. He said, so Tanner Tarsi, uh, you guys plan on doing podcasts with Herf. And uh, I did talk to Zach about it, like, at the beginning of the season, like, before the races, before all the races started getting canceled, mm-hmm. that, like, after a race we would do one with him. But now, like, uh, since Nate Wash is going to be back-to-back and Herf will be in Minnesota. Yeah. So I think it maybe be cool to try to get Herf in here. In studio, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Um, I know it'd be hard for him because he lives in Eagle River yeah. and then is up at the shop. Yeah, know. but since he'll be, since we'll be in between back-to-back races here, mm-hmm. it's not too far away, so... So if I bet you Zach might maybe listen to this on his way home. Yeah. From we need to get it in his ear. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool to get him in here because mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have him in here instead of just calling him because mm-hmm. he's. It is cool having people of, here. It's awesome. One of the Mount Rushmore guys. Yeah. So. Uh, Edward Wilson, what carbides are you guys running on the lake? Um, how far back can you go on triple? Oh, maybe for like a year. Oh yeah, it's and, open. Yeah, sled years is the old triple class, a mod class. Yes. Yeah. Like, essentially a pro open class. Yeah, it's basically pro open triple up to 600 cc any year <clears throat> is kind of what they've run it down as so far. In Chad's one post, yeah, he talked about it. so it far. Like yeah. Any triple, any year, <clears throat> uh, pretty much pro open rules. I Pour. think that's, that's, that's a good baseline to just stick with and then up to 600 cc limit. Yep. No, no 650s. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have one sitting yeah. in the fucking garage right now. <laughs> well, you got a you got a six hundred triple already. What about that one you sent me down south? Were you gonna go look at that yeah, one? Yeah, I was thinking about it. So there's a yeah. I'm not gonna fucking somebody else will go fucking snag it right now. Oh but, sure, sure, but sure. Yeah, looking at getting another ZRT so me and Colin can both run. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. Sure, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and these what carbides are you running on the lake? Uh, so. 
you know, depending on conditions, I mean, you can run up to like a 10 inch round or you can run like a six inch round. A six inch round? Like I would think maybe a six inch comp bar <sighs> just for the, the pressure per square inch. Yeah, just like maybe some ground down six inches, but sure, like when sure. the ice is real soft, you know, like how NATO wash will be. Yeah. I bet you you could get away with a six inch round ground down. Yeah, true. Like on Brody's Gen 2, when he's running that, that's only like six inch comp bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On it. But yeah. uh, comp, t- like anything over that in a comp bar is really aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Way too, way too grabby. Yeah. Like, so like a, a just, just a standard, you know, eight inch round bar is just a good baseline to get started. Yep. Yep. Woody's, Woody's 10 inch round bar. That's what we use. And we'll kind of, I will try a six, like we do have a, a cut down six inch comp bar on my four stroke, but it's way too heavy on the front end to use it. So, mm-hmm. so it's just, uh, we've been playing with it with, uh, where you can put the carbide like 50, 50. Yeah. If you look at it for like from the spindle down mm-hmm. on if the carbide's 50, 50, or if you want like a little bit more towards the front or a little bit more towards the back. Mm-hmm. And I've been moving mine a little bit more towards the front. Yeah. And because like, the back. <clears throat> when they hang off the back so much, it's like halfway through the steer, it just it's turns heavy. into like a hundred pound weight that yep. you're trying to force. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it gets heavy on, on. Yeah. So your position of it too really matters. So. Um, Brandon Christian, should a race team take their sleds to a wind tunnel? I mean, if you have the funding to do it, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, aerodynamics is a big thing. Like that's where like the the arrow kit yeah. that the, all Monkey the players guys yeah. run at the Sioux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you see their RSI skis have holes drilled in the front of them for arrow? No, I thought in it's it's front. like it's solid all the way through, you know. But then I thought that was just to be able to pick the ski up. No, they have handles on the on the loops. You yeah, know how they have guards on the loops. It looks like it was for arrow through the ski loop through the fucking the front of the ski. There's hole. There was holes drilled in the front, not on their qualifying setup, at least. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. where it like tips up? Yeah. Yeah. Where so the, like the ski tips up. There's yeah. holes drilled in the front of them. When you're looking at it straight on, you're you can see out all their it. secrets. Oh, I seen it. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> not your. It's not your secret. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I'll have to look into that. It, it must have been a qualifying setup sure. or something, because I don't think it was on race day. Oh. I but see. really, how much are those skis deflecting? Probably you, dragging be, a lot. Yeah, because they're not they're facing the wrong way. Uh, so. CNA has the 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 adjustable you know, it's yeah, got like three notches. Three notches. We always run down. ours fo- all the way down just so they're not fucking Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just bucking wind. Yeah. <clears throat> um talk about boring stroke and the different combinations over the years like the new 850 858. Oh, the 858, yeah. I mean, I don't, re- I don't know where to go with that one. I mean, so, like, I don't know if they're talking about if they think a 600 could compete with a 850. I mean, basically, the horsepower numbers are pretty close, but it's just the torque curve. It's crazy on how they, they talk about this new 858, and the motor is going to be lighter than the current 600 motor. Mm. And so, like... How the oh, hell does that work? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like uh, Polaris's XLT triple is just a fucking, it's like a hollow crank. Oh, sure. They lightened it up yeah. that way. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see on what, what comes about that. If, that. if that works its way into, like, our 600 race sled engine, if it's going to be that much lighter, you know, yeah. you think it would. 
and <clears throat> the way that like trail riding and stuff, the the eight fifty Polaris compared to a six hundred Polaris is I mean stock setup. There's not a huge difference from what I've found. Yeah, you know it's basically the get up and launch mid range is you know they're they eight fifty is ahead, but then they kind of just top out at about the same. Yeah, I think that could be in maybe ECU stuff too. Yeah, yeah, just but bone dry. Yeah, you know, bone stock, bone dry, bone dry. <laughs> but I don't. I have no idea. Bore and stroke. That's all over my head. Sure, it's all the power numbers. Yeah, yeah. it's in the, it's in the numbers. It's in uh, the okay. spectrum. Yeah. Brody, you might know this one. Uh, Eric Thompson again. What, what's the what is the podcast opinion on wearing a fedora with safari flaps? <laughs> I'm not well, going to lie, Eric. I had to look this up to see what it looked like. What's safari flaps? Like, oh, the, where, the, where the, it kind of comes yeah. down yeah. Oh, in yeah. the back for yeah. the sun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I approve Fledoras? of Yeah, I approve of it, Eric, in the right conditions. If you <coughs> was, show up at yeah. heydays this next year with that, Eric's, I'll approve. Eric's always got some sort of unique hat. Doesn't he remember like USXC days? I thought he had some unique hat. I guess I can't remember. <laughs> no. I thought yeah. he had like a beaver pelt or something. Definitely. If, yeah, in the right conditions, and if you have the confidence to wear it, if you wear it, like, you just show up and own it, yeah. then I can respect it, wear and it everyone else can, too. Wear it to heydays this year, Eric, and we'll judge we'll judge it. You well, know, well, something at heydays, though, like, you could wear something like that at heydays, but if you show up to Pine Lake with something like that <laughs> on, you're getting a lot of weird looks, and it's like, who the hell is this dumbass? <laughs> but in the right conditions, yeah, and if you own it, I mean, if it's you're going acceptable. to a group, like, of... 100 plus people you never really pick out the guy in the cowboy hat i mean i i think you can get away with it yeah i knew put i knew putting questions out there for people to ask i knew it was gonna be interesting why are you blushing (laughs) just on uh, um so yeah thank you rocket eric yeah rocket i'd say do it mitch russell uh Maybe talk about how new upcoming racers should approach businesses, businesses on sponsorships. I know that it's always a challenge on what to say or write to them when trying to get a sponsor. So it's really tough. Like for me, the last, the last two years is I've put out a lot of things for sponsorships of it's just getting more and more expensive to race. And mm-hmm. it's, it's almost necessary to try to get people to help you. Um, for me, it's awkward and it's hard. Yeah. Like, it's very, and it's hard for me to ask people for money. And mm-hmm. think about it. Like, you're one of the top pros around here. And it's hard and awkward for you. Think about being, like, a semi-pro, new, up-and-comer. new and yeah. up-and-comer, semi-pro. Yeah. You've only done two races. And it's like, <clears throat> I, I I have no idea. So, for me, I'm just saying, you know, throwing that out there. Yeah. Just, just get lucky with the people you know. <laughs> well, no, to a certain extent, um... Go around, ask all your local businesses because kind of what I've come to learn is that for like your local business, if they if they have the funding, they'll they'll do it. A hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all it's a it's a tax write off for them. Mm-hmm. So like, I it's I had to tell myself it's not me personally asking people for their personal money. It's the it's the business's money. Mm-hmm. And it's a tax write-off, and they're going to have to end up giving it to the government if they don't. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to promote it as you know, it's a you know, it's not just you're giving them money; you're promoting the business too. Yeah, helping you out. 
Yeah, so that's that was one way I tried to make myself look at it um, because it, to ask my friends for money, it's like I I have a job and everything just like you guys, but like please help me fund my racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, don't be afraid to ask because uh, I asked a, a, a couple people and they said no. It's mm-hmm. like you're gonna get no's, you're gonna get yeses, and you're gonna get people that donate more than you asked for. That's just how some people go about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a slippery slope. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, it's definitely weird. I wouldn't know how to go by it. But like try to do it professional. Like, like as I have, respectful as you can. <laughs> like I have my printout of last year's results on what like our social media page has done for Arlo Racing and the Gunner Arlo YouTube page. And then like what we're going to be planning on doing this upcoming season. So, like, just put it out there on what you've done and what you're going to do and what you can try to help promote the sponsors through, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, even if you're a brand-new guy and, yeah, you say, I'm going to race, Yeah, I'll put your stickers on my sled. I'll yep. be at every race. Yep, yep. Even if you're a brand-new guy, yeah, try it. Kyle? Huh. I'm kind of zoned out there thinking about all the sponsorships. I, you know, <laughs> do you have any sponsors? Fuck, Brody, look at the table. Yeah, he's got uh, CNA, aren't you? CNA, Jag, Jag's a big one. Yeah, Jag Body Shop. Uh, come in there and uh, say what up. Kyle works there. They're also a Gun Arlo, Arlo Racing sponsor mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, I knew that. Shout out Johnny. Yeah, just yeah, give Johnny a hard time. <laughs> He gives me a second gen Dodge that's all fucking rotted. <laughs> oh yeah, you sent me that Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Blake, God dang it, I've talked to this guy before too. Halbosh. Halb. Yeah. I was. I can never read it last name because Arlo. Like Arlo, it doesn't look like Arloud. Yeah. Arland. Ever. Uh, Gunther Arland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's the Posse tracker in a Plymouth work? Bro? Oh, yep. It just does. It was, it just it was on does. there. That it is was, so funny. It was the gif on there. I mm-hmm. knew that was going to be a question. <clears throat> uh, Kyle Solberg had a question here that I thought was pretty good about when it comes to boots and toe guards and keeping your toes warm and not freezing, what brands are good and mm-hmm. what brands stay away from. Mm. So I'm an FXR sponsored, and uh, my FXR boots get wet. Yeah. Like straight up, they get wet. I don't know. Like from sweat? I don't. I think it's a little bit. <clears throat> I think they get wet from a little bit of sweat, but then they just continuously getting wet. But I get about three years out of a set of boots. Mm. But I also think it's because, like, on how we drag our feet Mm -hmm. on the lake too, Mm -hmm. Kyle, like trying to get lube to the track, that we do a lot of that. So I think that wears them out a little bit too, Mm -hmm. of just that continuous ice beating on them. Yeah. So, like, FXR boots, good for three years, and then just upgrade. You know, I don't even really traditionally stick to a snowmobile boot. I, I, I'll run a muck boot. Mm-hmm. I'll run fucking my Red Wings. Yeah, Wes, Wes has run muck boots. Yeah. He, I watched him dump water out of him at yeah. NATO Wash two yeah. years oh ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like I like muck boots, but they do, they're they're loose. So I just, you know, lately I've just been rocking my fucking Red Wings. There's It's surprising at the Myra races on how many of those guys just wear normal work boots. Yeah, yeah. Like all, like... 
A lot of them. Because mm-hmm. they were giving me hell. It's like, how can you wear that big FXR boot? Mm-hmm. And I almost like it because it's so big and it's so stiff that it almost adds like a little stability. Posture, yeah. When you're hanging off. Like mm-hmm. it al- almost helps hold your, your leg up mm-hmm. almost. Like yeah. those catcher pads that would, you those knee saver catcher pads you'd put behind your, your thigh. Yeah, that's another thing too the, to add to that. Uh, knee braces, knee, knee guards. Yeah. Knee shin pads. Yeah. What what kind do you run? Thor. Thor? Yeah. And they're, I wear them for dirt biking and snowmobiling, and they're only good for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just deteriorate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Kyle, um, FXR boots. What kind of boot? FXR boot. You run, you run uh, the, the BOA. The BOA. Yeah. 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 I had, I've had one issue with the BOA, so I keep telling myself every time I get a new pair of boots, it's like, I'm not getting the BOA. Well, it looks again. like climb has come quite a ways with that, yeah, that stuff. Of like waterproof yeah. boots. Yeah. And uh, everybody that I've talked to about the climb boots, they really like them. So, yeah. I mean, that's just too much money to be testing with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I don't really have an issue with my feet getting cold. It's mm-hmm. my hands that get cold more. Yeah. So, so I don't. Like, I the, they're the warmest boots that I wanted to wear. So, I don't really have a solid answer for you there. Me either. <coughs> I'm more focused on gloves, too. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh, okay. Brian Strassel, the f- Yamaha, the mechanic to Jacob Yurk. Oh. And who is the team manager of Yamaha when I w- yep. went out to the suit with those guys. He said, I'd like to know how long Hector's beard is. <laughs> and it's that fucker's long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he the, had the radar, gu- the Articat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That fucker is long. He had the radar gun yeah. at qualifying, and I was looking at the radar gun when he was holding it. Yeah. And all I seen was beard flowing in Just the wind. Just flopping yeah. in the wind? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. That's dedication. What's that is been, dedication. What's been cooking in the crock pot? When I was in the trailer there, they just they had just got some burgers from that little joint that's oh. at the Sioux. So mm-hmm. no crock pocket, crock potting when I was in there. <laughs> How long is this beard? It's... It's got to be. It's, it's got to be a foot. Yeah. yeah. It's. It's. I mean, the bottom of it was like almost belly button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dedication. Aaron Step Stepin, Stephen. Stephen. God, I'm terrible at names. If I were to come from Lower Michigan and race at Pine Lake next year, should I put together a 97 440ZR or a Greasy Triple? Both. Both, but I'd say this new Greasy Triple is going to attract. A lot more. So if you're into the competition, yeah, I would. And then we don't know if the 440 thing is an is a go for a next for year. sure thing yeah. every year. Like true, is yeah. it going to be is just a single rider race next year? It's tough to say. Yeah. So so yeah, if Chad, you're listening, we don't know if the 440 race is a for sure thing for next year. If that's something you're going to keep doing, and then we don't know if the Grease Triple is a for sure thing next year either. I think it. I think it's, it's for sure. It sounds more. Because even Chad commented on my video when I posted about that we got the sled, mm-hmm. that he said it was a nice-looking sled. Mm-hmm. So he, he knows that we bought one yeah. for the race Yeah, because I said it. So, But, yeah, even even my dad was talking to somebody at uh, Bagley uh, Motorsports at Jessness there, and they, the mechanic there was brought up something about the triple class. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's getting some It's interest. getting the word out of there yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. That's good. I want this class to be fucking huge. I hope so. I, I, yeah, I, I want it to happen too, just because I think it'll sound cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what are the limits on Pine Lake Race four forty or six hundred? And then not sure what you're asking. Uh, just go to ISR. Yeah, ISR yep. is really that was a thread on that comment there. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, 440 is stock. If you yeah, 440 is bone stock. Yeah. Uh, did you Todd you sh, you sh, you Alshmid Alshmid? Jeez, Kyle, you should be reading these off. Did you remove reverse the reverse from the ZRT? Not yet. But you're so, going to. So it was faster than hell today with reverse in it. Oh, we didn't even check if it worked or not. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's coming out. Yeah, it's coming. It's yeah. We're taking all the reverse out, all the linkage and but, everything. Oh, I suppose you just have the two place. I was going to say, if you had the enclosed, how nice would that be? Just yeah. Wham, 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 back <laughs> it right out. No, so that's coming out. Just to get a little bit more of that rotating mass out of there. Um, Brandon Kubis, I would say bring on some vintage oval racers. Oh, so, on the show. Yeah. So I did just listen to the Carbide podcast. Uh, I was I was slacking there. I got I listened to Aaron Shield and then Tim Bender mm-hmm. just the last two days, and that Tim Bender is just one of those guys of just like unreal of the the knowledge. Oh, just an endless pit of knowledge. Yeah, that he can just pull everything out of. Yeah, of just how they were, custom, they were custom fabbing everything they yeah. could back it's, in the early the. Late 70s, early and, 80s. And maybe that's something we could get into, too. Like, uh, after the race season wraps up, I mean, we're getting closer um, to it wrapping up. Maybe mm-hmm. we could get, you know, some builder insight on the show. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Steve Thorson or maybe Brian Sturgeon, you know, all the yeah. guys that built the stuff back in the day. Yeah. Would be cool. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, I've, I'm, I've wanted to ask people to come on. But, like, I feel like we're still just kind of three guys just bullshitting in the garage. We're like, yeah. would people take us serious to want to come on and talk Tim to Berg. us? Yeah, he knows He knows that we're doing it. Yeah. Yep. He'd be a good one. Black yeah. Magic. Yep, for sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, uh, yeah, if you're listening, comment. Give us ideas of people we can ask to. Well, that would <laughs> be a laundry list of, yeah. Yeah. of people. Like, I have I have a list It'd of be people endless. that I, I feel like that would be good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's, there's a list already forming, but it's just to... I feel like because we've been busy doing our own racing stuff too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the end of this yeah, season, like off-season shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Because then we can, you know, just ramble on about just random builds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're not focused on who's winning this pro class. Hey, fantasy league, Iron Dog. Oh yeah, I was oh, I was gonna plug that at the beginning of the show. Mm. Um, no, you can uh, hour and twenty minutes in. We're hour twenty. Yeah, God damn, time flies, Kyle. Yeah, I know it. it Certainly does doing this show. Yeah, it's fucking. But wild. it felt like we were on the phone with Scott for a while. I think half hour or something. I think. Um. So yeah, yeah. I'll plug it right now. Shop Talk Podcast Fantasy League. Uh, we got Nathan Porterchek his Woody's uh awesome. duffel bag promo Good. code. He said thanks. So cool. Stoked for him to get that. And then uh, so yeah, Fantasy League for the Iron Dog entries have been low. So I don't know if we've only. We only plugged it one time, and it was also with that picture of the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it kind of got lost in translation. So, yeah, Iron Dog Fantasy League is open. I'll have that link in the video. Um, play it. Uh, one of our mechanics for the Cataract Collision crew, Lee Davis, They, him and his wife Heather come down from Alaska to help Cataract Collision. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it's super nice people. He texted me just today asking if we had got, like, a sponsorship yet for to give away or something Mm. and i emailed the iron dog director people or something but no response Mm -hmm. so he said he was going to talk to somebody and see if he can't get a sweatshirt or something yeah that would be cool from them to give away yeah so so we're working on something and then also dustin dorn the dorn brothers drove all the way up there Mm -hmm. yeah 
So when's the official start? I don't know. <laughs> See, this is stuff we got to get. I know, like, <laughs> first... For us to be like legit, yeah, we should have known this. I was clueless too. Oh yeah, I don't know. February twenty, February seventeenth. Okay, so it's coming up. Yeah. So we have five days to yeah. get your picks in from. Well, it'll be four days tomorrow. Yep. Four days to get your picks in. Yep. So yeah, I'll plug it all this week. Sounds good. And hopefully, I have something to Fuck, promote. I gotta do some thinking. Promote to pick. My arm fantasy sucked this week. Hey. I didn't even look. Hey, I didn't even look. Yeah, How'd you do, Glenn? Glenn's first now. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm Fuck. second. I think I'm fourth. I'm still up there. My picks. I had like the top four right, but just in the wrong order. Totally mm. wrong order. So I got Jason off. Anderson right. I didn't even have Ken Rocks in the top five. Who would have picked Kenny to win? Yeah. Oh, that was what I was going to ask Vince. Is like, well, God dang it, Vince being at Zorba has really screwed up the questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah we can't him. call people when they're out and well, about. I, I asked him. I said, "Are you okay with a call?" He's like, "Yeah, live from Zorba's." So he was okay with it. <laughs> I guess so. But uh, yeah, Ken Roxon winning on a 2018 Suzuki. Yep. That bike hasn't changed since 2018. No. It was pretty cool. I mean, he he rode. He, he rode awesome. the shit out of that thing. It was weird seeing Jet catch and pass Tomac. Yeah. That was not sad. That was like a little like you hadn't watched him like actually just pull up behind him and mm-hmm. then just pass him and pull away. He's like, yep, pass. Sport has changed. Yep. Just don't sell out like the fucking NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Copy. Yeah. Copy. I hear you. Okay, back to it. We got just a couple left. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Paul Lafond, uh, why is everyone struggling with the Catalyst platform? No gears. Well, there's three different, so there's, so I'll, I'd just say it's a new sled. It's They're still s- working out the kinks. A new sled with, that was what, uh, one guy commented is just the lack of development yeah. being that it's been just a kind of a, a not a good winter. Mm-hmm. So there hasn't been a whole lot of R and D going into it this winter just for the lack of snow. But yeah, that's the, that was, that would be pretty much how I'd put it. It was just that it's just a whole new chassis with just not a whole lot of R and D time on it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that was what we ran into at the zoo. Like we had one built and everything, but with just the lack of R and D, you have n- no idea what it's going to do after a hundred miles. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like props to Langus racing with Abe and, and cable Caleb Nyman running mm-hmm. it and they made it 400 some laps. I think motor went on them, but that's just anything could happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was. It seemed like it was running strong for him. Every manufacturer goes through it. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So I just say I just chalk it up to just lack of time and and racing miles on it because the racing miles is where all the the changes and the the development come into mm-hmm. it to, into play. Yeah, the actual real learning. Yeah. Just look at the Players Fusion. Greatest sled ever built. Just no R and D on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing we could get back into. Is our three best. In yeah, three I was going to ask. Scott, I thought about that on the way up, up here. I was like, we should ask Scott what his top three favorite sleds are. I I just thought of one of uh, top three like skills you wish you'd have. Uh, Fucking X ray vision, bro. I wish I could, <laughs> like me and Brady talked about that at work the one day. It's like I wish I could sing. <laughs> could you imagine how cool that would be like just be in a bar and yeah. just start wailing away like George Strait 
Yeah, that'd be pretty damn cool. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah no, everyone thinks about that. <laughs> everyone thinks yeah. about that. What if I could sing? What if, God, it would be so cool to sing. Everyone has that conversation with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Or, to, or I wish I was a carpenter to be a, a good carpenter. Oh, yeah, build shit. Yeah. We were yeah, just talking about the guys. We were talking about making a crew and actually <laughs> building houses because no one builds houses around here <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's like we can figure out something and yeah. have a be a contract. If you were crew. talented in plumbing and fucking that's how to build shit, like, a carpenter. That's where yeah. we're going. We're yeah. like we got Regan exactly. So that's where we're kind the of branching off and of electric electricity. Part, and then I would I would do all the like the the painting and everything cabinets yeah, yeah there the you cabinets go. I could do the dirt work it wouldn't be very good but yeah I'd do I could fucking lay some cable bring <laughs> it back to the days <laughs> fuck okay do um Mike Young get a hold of the NEXC Pro Winner Herf well we talked about that we'll try to get Herf in after mm-hmm. Nate it's in the works yeah yeah so I wanted to comment that that it was like oh we're already calling. Scott Preston. Mm-hmm. So we, we contacted the promoter of the race. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. Super cool. Chris McGrath, maybe for you, Brody, do you remember blowing bubbles as a kid? Uh, with what? With gum? Or with, with spit? I still do that shit. I, I still blow bubbles with yeah. gum. Yeah. yeah. And then Craig. Mm-hmm. Craig, our sponsor, the Cataract Collision Sponsor, Energy Concepts Heating and Air Conditioning. Sue Racing Jockstrap or Free Ball? And <laughs> free Ball, that shit. <laughs> I'd wear spandex. No, yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wear compression, tight undies. Yeah. Compression Eth- shorts, spandex. Ethica yeah. spandex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what I was rocking. Super vented because it was warm out. But no, you definitely got to, yeah, wear something. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Pine Lake, you got to wear tight undies. Oh, yeah. Pine, uh-huh. Pine Lake, I doubled up on underwear because yeah. it was so cold out. Yeah. But yeah, I was wearing I've had compression that problem shorts. Almost every single time, like, I've raced. Really? Freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freezing, freezing that area because it's nylon, you yeah, know, down there. And the, you're in like didn't, when you're hanging off the yeah. sled, your <clears throat> leg is out there. Straight just, wind. Yep. I didn't have a problem with that. You must not have been hanging off far enough then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging off. You see that picture of me? It's a, it's small target. <laughs> <laughs> it ate some of your goddamn ice chips. I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I was aiming for them. <laughs> I'm hanging off there enough to to feel it. So. Huh. But no, uh, it was a chalk. Man, we got we got a lot done in this show. Yeah, in an hour and a half. It was a chalk full weekend of racing, though. Yeah. Of everybody was up at Valcourt, Snowcross guys, yeah. the oval guys. Mm-hmm. Matt Gady went two for two on his Champ 440 sled. Looked mm-hmm. really good. Um, Supercross, yeah, Ken Roxon won. Yeah, I can't believe that. Cooper Webb fell way back. I don't know. What I know. Cooper I had him in the no. top five. Yeah. Did you watch the races, Kyle? I had him up there, too. I watched the practice a little bit, but then after that. Oh. Like, do you just watch the highlights then? Or? Yeah, I watched the highlights afterwards. But oh, I see. Saturday, and I can't release it on, on, on the internet. They can't know what I'm doing. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was just playing Xbox. Sure. And then uh, Super Bowl yesterday. Fuck that. <laughs> but, oh, but oh. Oh, to talk about Valcourt. The, the snow cross track, they had an actual good snow cross track yeah. set up where it was, it was almost like shaped like a boot, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. And That's then, better uh, than an oval. Yeah, for sure. You throw a one right-handed yeah. corner yeah. in there too. But the rhythm section they had set up on um, Saturday was super deep. Uh-oh. Like to where you had to, you had to go down in the bottom of the hole to be able to like clear the next one. Yeah. It wasn't one of those where they just slap off the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually took rhythm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Mm. But it was just it was just doubles. Yeah. So it was just like, and then it did get 
pretty clapped out to where it was like slap, slap, and then top and slap. And <laughs> but like they, they had a huge finish line jump. Yeah. Like it booted you. And then it was like a gnarly square edge landing. Yeah. Uh, for, like, for the final, the pro guys weren't even jumping it all the way. Oh, no. And like, so it was, it was a hell of a jump there. Mm. there. So that was, that was pretty interesting to watch. But, and then the, and then the oval, it was warm up there too. And so yeah, like, that was water. Yeah. There was water on the track. And so that's always fun to watch too. Just throws a little bit of a curveball for those guys. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Super Bowl. It was kind of a boring. Yeah. Game it was to watch. boring. Yeah. I think the NFL sold out too much. <laughs> but it was boring, and then at the end, um, the Chiefs just ran down the ball, made it look easy. Yeah. Just little short passes here and there. It's like, what's the defense doing the first uh, the first quarter? The first half? Well, the first half. 49ers dominated. They, the defense, defense mm-hmm. was winning them the game. Yeah. it was, And then where did that go? Yep. They just couldn't get to Mahomes at all during the, the second half. Yep. And then they, they had him closed out there like third third – Third down and fourth down there, like two times on that last drive, yep. but they just con- made it look converted easy. Converted it both times. Yeah. The halftime show, what do you think? I couldn't care less. I didn't like it. Usher, Usher. Yeah, yeah. yeah I couldn't yeah. remember the last time he had a new song or the last time I heard one of his songs. Exactly. It was like, probably at a wedding dance. People loved it on Facebook. Really? I didn't. I didn't. I, I give it a, anything of it. I gave it a three out of ten. Just because of the ending. The ending started, the ending was okay. Little John, the the coolest part. And Luda. Yeah. So the ending brought it together, but like the first 85% of it was not good. No, I could care less. We're not going to say it's good. Let's be real. We're not going to say it's good unless like Garth Brooks or (laughs) fucking ACDC or Metallica. Oh, yeah. I keep saying five finger death punch. Yeah. Like that would be kick ass. A badass rock band, Creed, Creed, Creed would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. We were talking about that. Creed would be sweet. Nickelback. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody is listening and they have something to do with the NFL and the Super Bowl, <laughs> bring Creed back. Alan Jackson. Yeah, that would slap. He or, or bring one of the new country guys, Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan would be fucking huge. He's yeah. almost too big for the Christian Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey played at a Zach Bryan concert. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, he fucking tapped the keys a little bit. That's Ooh. cool. Yeah. But, yeah, bring Zach. Zach Bryan would be a huge name for the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. That would be wild. Yep. They wouldn't do it, though. He's almost too big. Uh, we kind of got off topic there. We were t- we were talking about Natawash. <laughs> Usha, Usha. Um, what, uh, what do you think? About Nato Ash now. I think it's going to be fun. I mean, there's not much snow, so that's going to make it fun. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully a nice plowed track. Well, hopefully plowed, but they said the ice was rough. I know. I texted Dylan Stevens about that, and he said he didn't really know, understand what that meant mm. either. Because, mm. like, when we were on Pine Lake today, Pine Lake was pretty nice still. Mm. Yeah, so I don't want to go in. You know, if it is going to be rough, I don't want to go in full fucking sprint setup. Well, we're gonna we'll probably take a drive down there probably this next weekend. And Sounds good. Yeah, I think it, this weekend I got to get out and do some testing on the XC and get the jetting right before I go to Florida. Yeah. So when are you going to Florida? So Monday. You have this weekend to test. Yeah. And then you're gone Monday to Friday. So I come back on Friday. So I'll be oh right into race day. Yeah, I can't. I don't have any time. In oh, between. I see. So I got to get it done this week. This weekend. This yeah. weekend. And Brody, you're not racing? No. No? No, probably not. Probably Colin, just do Faustin. Colin might make an appearance. He's still up in the air about coming to the first one. He will be at the second one. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. That'll be cool. So, yeah, back-to-back weekends. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be 
it'll be fun because like you guys will have the ZRT there for the classics class and mm-hmm. stuff. And, uh, you know, if you don't get it quite right for the first weekend, the yeah. second weekend, you know, we're just going right back to it. So it's like, I think it's going to be fun. I did tease dad. as like, if it, if it does like 110 plus, I'll race it in pro open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be, that would be cool. Next year, if we get the triple to go fast, like 110, yeah. I mean, why not run in a pro open? Yeah. I mean, because my, the four stroke is like, if all the pro, if all the mod sleds last till the end, the stock four stroke is about like a five to seven placing sled. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it usually is. Like, I got lucky when those top four sleds mm-hmm. broke down at Pine Lake and I won. Yeah. And so that, that can happen with the oh, yeah, open definitely. sleds. That can happen anytime. But if all the sleds make it, it's about a five to seven sled. Mm-hmm. So might as well just go out there and have some fun on an old ZRT. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a blast? And if it's fast enough to compete, to be up in the, the five, you know. Well, I, wonder if, I wonder if that would get, like, some of the teams thinking, like, maybe maybe we don't go with our brand new sleds and make mod sleds. Like, maybe we stick they wouldn't to do something that. fast. They wouldn't do that. They can't do it. Shut up, bro. It's the you team. Don't fucking know. Well, it was like I remember it was. I think it was last year. Players didn't do contingency for Pro Open because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it was just because people weren't building mod sleds anymore mm-hmm. for it. They were just running stalkers in it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if they did it this year or not. But I remember. I know for sure last year they didn't offer contingency for Pro Open at Pine I mean, Lake. you dumb down the suspension. You know, it's a lot simpler. Yeah. On an older machine, like I have so much fun riding that ZR440. Yeah, it is so much fun. If we and they're easy to make power with. Yeah. What I do want to f- try to figure out is, like, to get an actual number on what it costs for me to bring my fourth stroke to the Sioux next year. Oh, yeah, and do some qualifying with it? Just Yeah, just to have it make qualifying runs on it just for fun and then just to have Dad jump on it for rookie practice just mm-hmm. for fun. Like, what would the costing number be to have me bring it out there and just do that? Mm-hmm. So that'd, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Just for fun. Yeah. But good show. Yeah, all right. Thanks say for so. watching. Um, yeah, talking to Scott was cool. That was his name, right? Scott yep. Preston. Yeah, Scott Preston. Two yeah. first names. Scott Preston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and short, short action. Well, no, it was still like 10 minutes with Vince. Yeah, he's great. We'll have to get him back on sometime. Vince? Yeah. Oh. No, Scott. Oh, sc- <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said Vince. I yeah. thought you were talking about Vince. No, Scott. Yeah. I think that'd be good. As but long as he had fun with it. I'll tell you, I'll, after we're done recording here, I'll tell you what um, what I could have been doing over Nato Wash. Mm, mm-hmm. it, it gave me second thoughts. Mm, like, yeah. if there was a foot of snow on Nato Wash and they weren't going to plow it, like, I'd probably be doing something else. Mm. But since it's actu- it might be a pretty good Lake Le Mans race, I'll be there. Yeah. Mm. But. Alrighty. But, yeah, thanks again, everybody watching, listening, DMing us about about the shows the questions yeah, yeah the, interesting yeah thanks, yeah thanks for the questions kind of added something different to it yeah yeah, yeah we mm-hmm. threw a new curveball maybe we'll you know if we get another episode like this uh we can do it again yeah just yeah throw a couple in there every and we gotta once get in a while. some tech questions for vince too so yeah like uh, i'm not gonna bring that up all right no all right. secrets secrets well, secrets thanks to my wife katie um yes my wife, thanks, Mandy. Thanks, she, Mandy. She made us some banana bread. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell bitchin'. yeah. My mom said, when you wait for <laughs> things to happen, good things will happen. And uh, 
Banana Andy, bread. Andy <laughs> made us banana bread? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I for fucking the, love banana bread. For the show tonight? <laughs> Shit, yeah. I'm going to dig into that right when we turn that, turn this off. Heck yeah. All right, so let's, let's get yeah. to it. All right. Episode 19 <laughs> in the bag. Yeah. Thanks, yep, thanks. thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. See ya.